0: Welcome to the Faith Christian Fellowship of Montego Bay's podcast. We are reaching for His glory through building and teaching. I hope you are encouraged and edified by this message. Then God said, Elohim said, Let the earth bring forth grass. Let the earth bring forth the herb that yield seeds and the fruit tree that yields fruit according to its kind whose seed is in itself on the earth and it was so so let the earth bring forth trees that have fruit and the fruit have seed in them so the process can continue where there is seed that means you can reproduce the tree And where there is a tree, you can reproduce the fruit. And the cycle continues over and over and over and over again. So God put the law of productivity in place himself. Verse 12. And the earth brought forth grass, the herb that yields seed according to its kind, and the tree that yields fruit, whose seed is in itself, according to its kind. All right? So the trees have fruit that have seeds that would reproduce the same kind of trees. All right? So in other words, the apple productivity would not be compromised because every apple have apple seed in them that would produce more apples. And the Bible says it was so and God saw that it was good even if you don't think it was good that's the way it should be God saw that it was good that is important God, when God approves it that's it now everything that God created in the book of Genesis that Genesis records everything that God created was created to function by the laws of God they were not created to function by any other law. Everything that God created was created to function by the laws of God, to include the law of productivity. So everything that he put in place was to function by the law of productivity among other laws, including you. You were created to function accordingly. Now, anything that don't function by the laws of God will malfunction. Eventually, malfunction. So when Adam and Eve had children, and Cain did not function by the law of God, by the laws of God, he malfunctioned. He killed Abel. Anything that don't function by the law of God will malfunction and produce different results than what God intended. Interestingly, in the book of Luke, the Bible said that Jesus was with his disciples in a boat. And the boat was, of course, out there on the sea and there was a storm. Jesus was in the back of the boat sleeping. They went to Jesus and said, you don't care? You don't realize what's happening? And the Bible says that when Jesus woke up, uh, watch this, he rebuked the wind and and the sea and all that was happening. And later on, the disciples said to themselves, what manner of man is this that even the winds and the sea obey him? So, there was another spirit working on the winds and the seas. In other words, they were not functioning by the laws of God and started to produce crazy results. When the winds don't function by the laws of God, they give us the Cat 5 hurricanes and and, um, tornadoes and that kind of stuff. When the waves don't function the way God created for them to function, then we have the tsunamis and all those kinds of stuff. Anything that don't function by the laws of God will malfunction and produce results that are contrary to the kingdom. That includes you and I. If we don't function by the law of productivity, we become poor. We produce results that are contrary to what God intended. In Genesis 1 and 2, where everything functioned according to the law of God, you didn't see any of these things happen. You... I've seen where man has been producing some crazy results because they're not functioning according to the laws of God. We want to function according to the law of productivity and the other laws so that we can produce the results that God intended for us. So when Adam sinned, he disconnected not just himself, but He disconnected mankind from God. And in the process, deactivated the laws of God from working in the lives of man. So, in other words, what Adam did was to plug out the cord or unplug the cord so that there can't be any life or there couldn't be any life flowing to you from god he deactivated the laws of god and that's serious because remember that if we don't function anything that don't function according to the laws of god will malfunction so if he deactivated the laws of god in our lives that means we can't function mankind couldn't function thereafter by the laws of god which left us in a place of malfunctioning, and you see what happened in a hurry in Genesis chapter 6. Oh, when God saw it, he said, man, did I make man? It grieved him. There are some laws that are activated when you get born again, when you receive Jesus Christ As Lord and Savior. There are some laws that you reactivate. But there are some other laws. To include the law of uh, productivity. That are not automatically reactivated when you get born again. So you have to deliberately, intentionally make the effort to reactivate those laws in your life. So for the law of productivity to work in your life, that's why we are sharing what the word of God says with you because you have to reactivate it. I was doing a little bit of ironing recently and um, went a little, stretched the, the cord of the iron a little bit too far. Pulled out of the sock. I'm there, ironing and wondering, what is happening? Why it look like this thing is not working? Only <laughs> to look around and realize that the thing is unplugged. I couldn't get the result because the way the thing works is that it has to be plugged into the power socket. Now, when I realized that it was unplugged, I couldn't be there quarreling and getting um, angry or whatever. If I wanted a thing to work, I had to go and plug, plug it in again. It's the same way with the law of productivity and other laws. You have to go and reactivate those laws that Adam deactivated in your life. You can complain and quarrel and Blame your father and your grandparents and your mother and your pastor and your friend and your ex-husband and ex-wife for all that you want to blame them about. But you have to reactivate those laws if you're going to get the results that God intended. This season, we are focused, laser focused on reactivating the law of productivity. And in this particular quarter, we are abiding, putting in the roots. When Adam stopped eating from the tree of life, remember there were two trees in the garden, the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. When Adam stopped eating from the tree of life, Deactivated the laws of God in his life and by extension, all human beings. And he started eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And once he started eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, he activated another set of laws. which which are contrary to the laws of God. So not only did he deactivate the laws of God, but he activated another set of laws that create even further trouble. You see the mess that man was in. So now, when you and I get born again, we have work to do. Because remember... According to the scriptures, we are born with that sin, Adamic nature. So there are certain things that uh, become natural to us that are not godly. So now we have to go to work. So that we can be all that God wants us to be. I want to read a a scripture real quickly in uh, Romans chapter 7. Pull up Romans chapter 7, verse 22. We're going to read verses 22 and 23. Romans chapter 7, verses 22 and 23. (laughs) Look what Paul said. Talking about the the, the laws of God. The laws that I just mentioned. I delight in the law of God according to the inward man. Who is the inward man again? Your spirit. So, follow me carefully. He's saying, according to my born-again spirit, my spirit that is alive in God, as a born-again believer, I delight after the laws of God. I want to live by the laws of God. But I see another law in my members warring against the law of my mind. In other words, trying to take my mind captive to somewhere else. Warring warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of what? To the law of sin, which is in my members. So, in other words, The law that Adam deactivated us from, the law of God. When we get born again, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus is reactivated in us. And Paul said, I desire that. But then, I find another law. The the next law now that Adam activated when he ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Paul said, I find that law wrestling with me. And not just that, trying to bring me into captivity. You know what captivity means? To put you in prison. So that you would not produce results according to the law of God. So, the enemy is trying to so that we would not obey the law of productivity among the other laws, but thanks be to God was given us the opportunity to have another chance, putting the laws of God to work in our lives, so that we can become all that He intended for us to be. Now, the earth, the environment environment of earth was extremely fertile from the account of Genesis chapter 1. What happened in Genesis 1 caused the earth in that particular time to become extremely fertile. Now, let's back up a little Remember now that Earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. Barrenness overshadowed the earth and all of that. And the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, covered or caressed, caressed the face of the waters. And the earth became impregnated. It became fertile. So it started to produce fruit trees. Fish, waters with fish and all that kind of stuff. The Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters and caused what was barren to become fertile, as he always does, the Holy Spirit. And not only that, after that was done, the, the Lord put the law of productivity in place so that that fertility could be multiplied. So the earth realm, the environment of earth was extremely fertile as it benefited from the Holy Spirit working upon the face of the waters and the law of productivity in progress. And so everything, I want you to follow me carefully here, everything that came into the earth realm in that particular time benefited from the laws of God that was in place benefited from the fertility of the earth in that time. So even sin benefited from that environment. When sin came, it came into that environment and it benefited. So it multiplied. Now, I'm not saying God made it multiply. Don't misunderstand me. What I'm saying, it came into an environment that was extremely fertile. So, all of a sudden, it's like it took on legs. By Genesis chapter 6, it had uh, increased so much that it disturbed God. As we proceed in 2022 in an environment of fertility with the law of productivity, I am encouraging you to plug in. You will benefit from the environment, from the laws. God will cause you to increase and in The first six chapters of the book of Genesis, everything, including sin, multiplied. As the law of productivity, as the environment of fertility, dominated the space. I'm showing you how powerful the laws of God is. God said, hey, I'm going to have to do something. God knew that it would happen, it would really only happen for a while, though, because Adam had already deactivated the laws of God. So it was really the momentum of that law that was carrying through until such time. So even Adam himself benefited. Even after he sinned. God said to Adam, the day you eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you will die. In fact, it said you will surely die. The word die, dear, speaks to dying literally and figuratively. Literally speaking to actually happening in the moment. It actually happened in the moment. So the spiritual death was what happened in the moment that Adam ate from the tree. Spiritual death meaning that he was separated from God. So he couldn't really have relationship, communion, and all of that with God. It was a disconnection. In other words, he couldn't pray to God anymore because there was a disconnection. God would not hear him and all that kind of stuff. Spiritual death, there was a separation between man and God. It was actual. But the physical death, which was really figurative at the moment, it was like symbolic, did not happen until maybe 500 years later. You see, Adam was created in eternity. But he activated death. The, the momentum of eternity, the environment that he was in, carried him for over 500 more years. You see, when you get into the laws of God, God and realize the impact of the laws of God. You realize that, man, this is very interesting. The Bible teaches us that the sins of the father visit the children to the third and fourth generation. That's how impacting it can be. In other words, it can go very far. It can extend a long way when it is operating under certain law. Adam disconnected himself from God. Adam could not conceive the things of God anymore. This is one of the impact of spiritual death, of disconnecting yourself from God. That means you you can't pray you can't hear the word and conceive the things of God anymore. So Adam could not conceive the things of God anymore. But this is interesting because although he couldn't con- see, uh, conceive the things of God anymore uh, so that you know he can uh, live in that realm of where he talked to God about what he conceived from God yesterday, there was something else that was that I find very interesting in this. Uh, you see, if you conceive the things of God and, de- and then depart from God, it doesn't mean that you won't give birth to that which you conceived with God when you were with God. Y- you following me? In other words, Adam conceived the human race when he was with God. He never gave birth to the human race in terms of Cain and Abel and all the others. He never gave birth until after he departed from God. You see, the gifts and callings of God are without Repentance. So sometimes you see some people depart from God, but some things still happen in their lives. And some of them who don't understand tend to think that, oh, you don't have to serve God because I've not even been serving God, and this still happened. You see, they conceived those things when they were with God. And the gifts and callings of God, the Bible says, are without repentance. God don't change his mind about it. So, although they are not with God, you still give birth to them. But don't be deceived. That don't mean you're going to heaven. When you understand how the laws of God function, you see it and and get it and realize what is happening. In fact, I believe that many of our musicians that you see that are not walking with God they conceive some of what they're delivering now when they were going to Sunday school and they were taught the word and fellowship with the Holy Spirit they were allowed to sing the songs of God and all that kind of stuff and they, they conceived even at a baby stage some things it, it is now coming out in, in a different way than god intended but they conceived them with god this is why sunday school is so powerful because as children go to sunday school and sing about the holy ghost and learn the word of god and we call it we used to call it what recitation so as you keep Reciting those scriptures, you're taught those scriptures, and you go home and recite them, learn them so that you can say them next week. You don't know what is taking place, man. You put in the word of the Lord to work in your spirit, and conception takes place, and then eventually, at 20 years old, you give birth to that and You talk all kind of nonsense about where you think that come from. But you conceived it at one time when you were with God. So when you conceive the things of God, just because you're not walking with God anymore, don't mean you won't give birth. Adam gave birth to the human race after he walked away from God. You see, and, and remember... God don't do anything without purpose. So anything that you conceive, God has a purpose for it. So he will allow you to, to give birth to it so that his purpose can continue. But just because you gave birth to it don't mean that you're okay with God. Sometimes, some of you have passion for certain things that is somehow connected to your parents or through your parents because your parents maybe they were they conceived you were preg- you know your mother was pregnant with you and went to church and conceived the things of god with you inside a double conception there Man. You realize you, you grow up and your father love music, but is the other kind of music he plays? But you come and love the music from God, the things of God and all of that. Look, it's it's a whole cycle that is happening. That is why if you play around, oh, God will wait on your children because sometimes that transfer takes place to your children. So the law of productivity, it is important to conceive it. Because if you conceive, you're going to give birth. And if you give birth, that means you are going to bless someone that God had waiting on that gift. God is interested in working in our lives in amazing ways so that you can see the purposes of God unfold in your life, but it's going to take time. It happened over time. Some of the things that you're walking in in your life right now, some of you conceived them 20 years ago at some youth camp or, or something. <laughs> you, get, you went to some conference. But it's time To engage the law of productivity to allow that thing to come out and to be multiplied so that it's not just one and two persons would be blessed by that gift, but that your generation will now begin to pick fruit. Remember Jesus said in St. John 7, he said, out of your belly shall flow, flow rivers of living water. You tell me which river you know that only serves one person. Even if it's in your backyard personally, rivers flow to multitudes. Out of your belly shall flow rivers. Not even a river, say <laughs> rivers of living waters. God puts stuff in you to reach multitudes, to reach the generations of your time. You now have to engage the law of productivity to ensure that that cycle is in the order that God intended. He's more excited about you engaging the law of productivity than you are because when you bear much fruit, the Bible says it glorifies your father which is in heaven. He knows how to work in your life. You know the Bible talks about Jacob and Esau and the word, the prophecy came long before that the elder would serve the younger. So all that Jacob went through to get the birthright was not even necessary. Because the word of the Lord was that the elder would serve the younger. So it was always destined to be the way that Jacob would be the man, to carry that that mantle and be one of the forefathers in Israel. You know, as Jacob did some things and all of that, seemed to have just drifted away from God at a certain time. God never changed his mind about what Jacob was carrying. Because it was precious to the kingdom of God. It was precious to his generation and the generations to come you and I, the way we live our lives is a gift to those who will come after us. It's a gift to your generation. So now, this day, you have to consciously make up your mind, what kind of gift do you want to leave for those who are coming behind? Oh yeah, we thank God for the properties, the houses and, and, and the cars and all of that. I'm, I'm sure they will appreciate those. But the greater value is what kind of conviction are you able to leave in their spirit? What kind of laws do you leave them to function on? What kind of insights do you leave them to work on? the way you live your life is a gift to those who are coming behind. Admittedly, some of us never got good gifts. But that does not mean that you're going to give similar gifts. You have to change the dynamics. And you have to decide that, look, hey, I, I am leaving a gift You can benefit from and that the generations coming after you can benefit from also. We have that responsibility of making sure the law of productivity is something we pass on to the next generation. And you really magnify that. When you bear fruit, when people see the fruit. So fruit has to be born as evidence to what you're talking about. Because if if there's no fruit, then people can't quite relate the way they ought to. One of the biggest motivation and influence in the world is results. When you can produce results. So we're going to bear the necessary fruit and produce the results so that people will see who our God is. So now we understand. The Bible says, let your light so shine before men that they might see your good works, see the fruit that you bear, and glorify your Father, which is in heaven. Thank we thank you so much for joining us today. God bless you and have a great day. You may contact us by email at fcfmontegoBay@gmail.com at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at FCFmobay and on Facebook at fcfmontegobay.